So uh, the message for today is to seek Jesus in the middle of the chaos. And uh, we'll be going through Joshua chapter 2. So if you have your Bibles, uh, if you could turn to that now. As you look, um, you guys are probably familiar with this book uh, here. Not Joshua, but this book. Uh, Where is Waldo now? And on the side it says, he is somewhere new in every single uh, scene. And uh, if you ever look at that, it's kind of a cute book. You see something going on over here, you see something going on over there. And, uh, and there's actually a sense of joy when you finally find Waldo, isn't there? Uh, but there's a lot going on just to define uh, Mr. Waldo. Well, Chris Carandang reminded me of, a, and the flesh in me, buying <clears throat> a brand new car <clears throat> for Bethany, and uh, he's a negotiator, a negotiator, and he can't talk people down from the MSRP price. The reason why is because um, a lot of the global vehicle um, uh, microchips, there's a shortage on that. So you're kind of stuck with whatever price. Uh, building products and the work that I do is constantly going up. It's not just wood, copper, up and up. Bless you. Everything is going up. I was reading in Epic Times that talked about 48 churches in Canada have been burnt down or vandalized over the past two months. I was even um, grieved when I heard about the Washington Times uh, gave a, uh, a story about a little suburban community about 17 miles southwest of Minneapolis where there's a lady by the name of America uh, Thayer 55 years old, in total broad daylight, she was murdered and beheaded. And I could go on and on and on. And the point is, is that you may be thinking there, life, I don't want more trouble. From the human condition Wednesdays ago, and the reason why I didn't go, outside of not being a Dodger fan, the reason why I didn't go is uh, we had some uh, family uh, come over and from visiting from Arizona with some of their preteen kids. So we end up going on a Wednesday. I thought it was going to be slow. On a Wednesday, we end up going to the Orange County Fair. And uh, the thing that caught my eye was this big ride called the Titan. And guess what the kiddos wanted to ride? Come on, man. I'm 48. This is crazy. It's this big, huge, if you can imagine, this big, huge whirlwind. And I found out it's 180 feet high. And it not only takes you up, but also takes you upside down, right? So here I am in this line for about an hour and a half, and the kids are screaming, having a good time. And I was upside down, 180 uh, feet high, looking out of Orange County. I could see all the lights. And the one thought that went through my mind is, why didn't I go to the Dodger game? (laughs) It was insane. And uh, what was really interesting, if if you know me a little bit, I'm I'm kind of a people observer. And when we were walking around the Orange County Fair, I was observing people. And what grieved me, which, assuming it would grieve the Lord, is that we saw a lot of same-sex, um, uh, same-sex relationships that are having their public display- displays of affection all over the place. It wasn't, but there's a gentleman that came up to me and asked me, he was by himself, and he asked me to take a picture of him. I, I thought it was simply harmless, so I grabbed his phone. 
I took a couple pictures. And then he started to do some, like, sexual positions. I go, you know what? Sorry, I can't help. I got to go. And the reason why I'm bringing that up is because uh, when, when I started to think back through, it's a snapshot of the culture today. You see the craziness that's going on culture-wise as well as the human condition. And this is just my thought. This is just my opinion. This is just my theory, uh, of course. So take it how you will. But for me, it, it feels like that um, whether it's the, the elites, whether it's culture, whether it's even our neighbor, a lot of people around this world do not believe in eternal life. Their life is this. This is their, other people's freedoms, if that makes sense. So how do we, as believers, have to think about this? How do we overcome this world and this chaos? And that's the message for today. Seek Jesus in the middle of the chaos. If you could turn to Joshua chapter 2, and I'm going to take the time to read all 24 verses. The reason why is because I know that God's word will not return void. I know a lot of you have read the story before. But the point of this is that there's about six points that I'm going to bring up. They all start with C, so it's easy to remember if you're taking notes. But I'm going to bring each, each one of those where you'll find Jesus, yes, in the Old Testament. It's pretty exciting. I'm actually kind of excited to share this with you. It, the beauty of the Old Testament is like getting, uh, it, it's, it's showing an illustration of uh, New Testament principles. It's, it's, pretty, it's pretty cool. All right, turn with me to Joshua uh, chapter 2, and we'll dive right into it. And Joshua, the son of Nun, sent two men secretly from Shittim as spies, saying, Go view the land, especially Jericho. And they went and came into the house of a prostitute whose name was Rahab and lodged there. And it was told to the king, You have dealt kindly with my father's house, and give me a sure sign that I will save alive my father and my mother, my brothers and sisters, and all who, uh, who be, belong to them and deliver our lives from death. And the men, sent, the men sent to her, Our lives for yours, even to death. If you do not tell this business of ours, then the Lord gives us the land we have dealt kindly and faithfully with you. Verse 15. Then she let, down, uh, she let them down by a rope through the window, for her house was built in the city wall, so that she lived in the wall. And Rahab said to them, Go into the hills, which is west, or the pursuers will encounter you and hide there for three days. Sound familiar? Until the pursuers have returned. Then afterwards you may go away, go your way. Then the man said to her, We will be guiltless with respect to this oath of yours that you may have may had you have made me swear. And behold, when you come into the land, you, Rahab, shall tie the scarlet cord in the window through which you have let down, and you shall gather into your house your father and your mother, your brothers and all your father's household. Then if anyone goes out of the doors of your house into the, sea, into the street, away, and they departed, they tied it, she's, she's tied the scarlet cord in the window, and they departed, uh, and they departed and went into the hills and remained there for three days until the pursuers returned, and the pursuers researched uh, searched all uh, all along the way and found nothing. And the two men returned. They came down from the hills and passed over and came to Joshua, the son of Nun. And they, the spies, told them what had happened to them. 
And they said to Joshua, Truly, the Lord has given us all the land into the hands, and also all the inhabitants of the land melt away because of us. Let's pray. Father, thank you so much for this amazing story. And it is a reminder of these two spies who would, they themselves were converted from being spies into being witnesses, as Chris was praying earlier today. This is kind of a, um, almost a, a, a how it, it, I noticed how history repeats itself, where Moses himself um, sent out 12 spies. Ten of them came with a fearful report. Two of them, Joshua and Caleb, came with a faithful report. And that's a telling story for, for us here at City Bible Church, is that as we go about, as we leave this place, that we need to come back and return with a faithful report. We do this all in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. So if you are taking your notes, uh, I just have six thoughts that start with C, so it's really easy to uh, follow. As we seek Jesus in the middle of the, of the chaos, the first point is that we, see, we find Jesus in the first word, chaos. <clears throat> just to give you a little background, as you know, just a recap, uh, Joshua, of, I'm sorry, Moses, of course, had an encounter uh, with the angel of the Lord of the burning bush. And if you remember that conversation with Moses, he was told to, uh, uh, he was told to take off his sandals because on the ground is holy. And that same voice, God's voice, said that um, I have seen and heard the cry of my people. They roamed for 40 years uh, because of their unbelief and their disobedience. Um, because until that old generation died away so that the new generation could come into the promised uh, land. Which leads us to chapter 1 in Joshua where we transitioned leadership from Moses who passed away to Joshua. And Joshua was commanded to go rise and take the land that was given to you. It was preoccupied from the enemies of Canaanites, the Hittites and the Amorites and all the other ites. Um, but why were they told to utterly destroy them? It's because they were practicing two things. One, they had total moral decay, and they were also practicing child sacrifice. Hmm, almost sounds like today, don't it? Chapter 2 we read. Chapter 3, um, Moses, uh, I'm sorry, Joshua crosses over uh, the, uh, the Jordan as, um, had an encounter by a commander of the Lord. And it's really interesting because he was a soldier relating to another soldier, just like Moses and the, uh, being a sojourner. These are some little details you could like, pick up. It's pretty awesome. And, uh, of course, uh, you know chapter 6, uh, the fall of Jericho. Uh, it was a very highly secured and gated um, um, city. So why was uh, Ray, uh, Rahab's house... Um, why was it a, a place of access? Because um, a lot of times it's the easiest place to hide. You know, if someone's a prostitute or a harlot, that's the, the, the way to go. So, Norm, you told me all this background. Where's Jesus and all this? It's in his name. If you look at chapter 2, verse 1, and Joshua. So, as some of you know, the Old Testament is uh, written in Hebrew. And the New Testament is written in Greek. And Joshua's name, his, his mother named him 
Hoshia, Hoshia, which means salvation. That's in Numbers 13. Moses, seeing the character of Joshua and seeing his leadership qualities, ended up calling him to Joshua, Yahshua, which means Jehovah or Jehovah is salvation. Now catch this. Uh, the the pronunciation of Jesus uh, in the English of of Joshua in the English is actually Jesus. So uh, I give I give you a good example. David in English, my son, uh, uh, but in Spanish his name is David. All right, same name, same meaning, uh, a different language. So Joshua and Jesus is the same. So. Rahab and her, ultimately Rahab and her family was saved by a type of the Old Testament Jesus. So we find Jesus in the chaos of his name. The second point is that we see, we find Jesus in the conversion. We see the dialogue between Rahab and the two spies, uh, verses 8 through 11. Sometimes they, they interpret him, interpret that as being just an in, a female innkeeper. But if you look through the New Testament, Rahab was a, she was a prostitute. She was a harlot. <laughs> That's, that, that, there's no question about it. And if you look at verse 9, th- there was evidence of her belief because she says that God has given you the land. Uh, it's because of the faith in God that she saw. Uh, this, in verse 10, it talks about there was evidence of her knowledge of God because of what God has done. He saw it, she talked about the Red Sea being dried up. So that was facts about God. And then finally in verse 11, uh, she said the, the evidence of her, uh, it's because of her heart, because her heart melted, because she feared God. So some of us New Testament believers may be thinking, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Covering. Uh, verse 6 talks about flax. Um, I'm not a flax expert, but I just went with the flax. Facts. Sorry. That's a dad joke. So this, sorry, babe. <laughs> so flax, basically, uh, as you can see, it says uh, uh, stalks of flax. Uh, uh, the back in biblical days, the roots were were flat, and it was basically a flowering plant. It was used for food as well as uh, a fiber crop. Um, so they would actually make garments out of flax. So that the garments that they were wearing weren't cotton; it was made out of out of flax. And what ministered to me is that whether it's someone that's a harlot or whether it's someone that's a high priest that wears a garment of flax is covered. And as we as believers, Jesus covers us with his righteousness. In addition to that, it talked about your house. The two spies says, stay in your house or your parents' house. And it's very similar as the um, judgment was being placed upon Jericho. It was important for them to stay in their house. And it kind of reminded me of Passover, you know, um, how, how the, the, there's a uh, protected. So, um, so there is safety in abiding in Jesus. So <clears throat> the fourth thing is that we find Jesus in the cord and that's in verse 21 through 24, where he talked about tying a scarlet cord in the window. So uh, Rahab used the cord uh, to not only lower the, the spies down, but she also used it as a marking of where her house is. 
As uh, some of you may know, today's day, if you look at a rope or a cord, it's usually made out of hemp, or it's even made out of nylon, if it's nylon rope. Back in those days, it was made out of, actually, flax, again. So, um, if you're familiar, um, there are certain cities uh, throughout, even today, where they call them uh, red, distic, red, di- red light districts. If you're not familiar with that, sometimes people, uh, sailors would come in from serving and the sill of their window, okay, the, the window like goes up and down, there's like a piece of wood that goes across, that's an inch and three quarters thick, made out of redwood. Anyways, we find Jesus in the cord. How was she honored? Um, first of all, by the lineage of Jesus. If you read through Matthew chapter 1, it talks about the, the genealogy of how Jesus is king. Guess whose name that we find? Verse 5 in chapter 1, uh, Solomon, the, the father of Boaz by Rahab. And it was very unusual for women uh, to be mentioned in genealogies. But there are four women here that are mentioned. You have Rahab and Tamar, who are both prostitutes. You have Ro- uh, Ruth, who is a uh, Moabite. And then you have Bathsheba, who had an adulterous relationship with Jesus. And why would these ladies be in the genealogy of our King and our Lord? Is because Jesus came to identify with the outcast. We talked about how Moses was related to the bush. We talked about Joshua was related by the the commander, uh, the angel. Also, um, Rahab is is complimented by her faith. If you look at the faith chapter in Hebrews chapter 11, it talks about the hall of faith. Rahab is there. You don't see Isaiah. You don't see Daniel. But Rahab is there in her faith. James even takes one step further and talks about how Rahab's faith is compared to Abraham. Abraham, the one that was going to will be judged not by their sins. Because that was all taken care of at the, at the cross. That was all taken care of at Calvary. But you'll be judged by two things according to this verse. One, what you've done, your works. And two, your motive. Because a lot of all of our works are going to be tried by fire. Psalms tells us, Psalm 66 tells, tells us, For you, O God, have tested us. You have tried us as silver is tried. Here's the point. God extracts the valuable from the vile. God extracts the value. Do something about it. When I see the cat, I want to do something. I'm a doer. Let's do this day. And yet, to be a witness for you. We may be thinking that we're going out like a spy or as a sales rep or uh, as a student or working as a business owner. We may be thinking that we're going out there, but you are converting us even as we speak. Father, yes, there's a lot of chaos in this world and there's so many distraction. But as, as we are redeemed people, we ought to be on mountaintops praising you for what you've done already and sharing that with others that have no hope 
perhaps it's because of the elite and because of the culture and because of our neighbors and our co-workers they don't know Christ there's only way, one way to change this chaos and it's through, that is only through Jesus Christ so help us Father to be bold it's, it's totally unlike our character but to be bold and that's when we know it's coming from you Use us in mighty ways. I'm yours. In Jesus' name, amen.